What a, a powerful memory. And, you know, didn't you like that old school Charlie Brown video there? Uh, the only thing missing was that classic Charlie Brown dance at the end. Uh, maybe you can uh, pull that up and look at it later. But to treasure something is not as superficial as simply assigning it a monetary value. You would not be able to offer Jody enough money to part with that figurine of Jesus. No, to treasure something is to attach a deep, soul-stirring, value-defining importance to something or someone. One of my favorite verses of the entire Christmas narrative is Luke 2.19. After Jesus was born, shepherds visited him, and then they went away praising God. And then for a moment, at least according to to Luke's story, Luke's narrative, right, there's no one else in uh, the stable, maybe except the animals. And in that moment, Luke tells us that Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Mary treasured up all these things. If you only take one thing from you this evening, my guess is you'll take many, but if you only take one thing, please take this. Jesus is worthy to be treasured. Jesus is worthy to be treasured. Now, what was it about Jesus that Mary was treasuring? What are the, these things to which Luke is referring? Well, he didn't elaborate, but I think we can just uh, imagine or agree on a few of them. So, for example, the promises of God, as you can see there on the screen. She may not have put her treasuring in exactly those words, but what we find in this miraculous story is God coming through for Mary. Our guide through Advent this season here at OTCC has been the book of Isaiah. Hundreds of years before the birth of Jesus, God promised that he would send his anointed Messiah, And as a devout Jewish woman, young woman, Mary no doubt would have heard Isaiah's words read in the synagogue, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And then closer to that first Christmas, just nine months earlier, she was visited by the angel Gabriel and was told this, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary went back and forth with Gabriel when she heard this news, as we can imagine that she would. And then Gabriel told her this, no word from God will ever fail. No word from God will ever fail. She not only carried the baby for months and then delivered him, But then these shepherds came to visit and honor him. And I can only imagine, as Mary cradled Jesus there in the stable, I can only imagine Gabriel's words coming back to her in a moment. No word from God will ever fail. We live in a world with empty and broken promises, don't we? We buy that gadget on the internet that promises to make us lose 20 pounds in 20 days It never works. They never work. Save your money after the new year this year. We live in a town filled with politicians who make big promises that often fade away after election day. We see promises broken in family life that leave scars and trust issues for a lifetime. Broken and empty promises leave us cynical at best and wounded deeply at worst, but not with God. Not with God. No word from God will ever fail. 
At Christmas, we celebrate God's faithfulness to humankind. I can see why Mary treasured up Jesus. He was the fulfillment of the faithful, unfailing promises of God. All of the waiting and the wondering. All of the hearing and hoping. And now she was holding the promise of all promises in her arms. She was holding God's promise of rescue and redemption for the world. Let me ask you a question this Christmas. How do you need God to come through for you this Christmas? Is there a promise to which you are clinging? Whisper a prayer tonight and tell God you trust Him to come through for you. Claim His faithfulness over your life. Is there a predicament that you need to release into God's hands? Maybe there's a challenge you've been struggling with on your own and you've not leaned on the character and faithfulness of God. Whisper a prayer tonight and tell God you're going to trust Him to deal with it. Mary trusted the goodness and faithfulness and the promises of God to bring us hope, to bring us salvation, redemption, peace, and love. She also treasured his presence. I don't want to overlook the obvious tonight. Mary was a a once-in-humanity mother. And yet, in so many ways, she was like any other mother, wasn't she? She treasured holding her baby, swaddling him, cradling him, nursing him, fussing over him, just looking at him. Have you ever met someone who just elevates a room when they walk in, and they just elevate that room with their presence? They're winsome in their personality. They're positive. They're encouraging to others. They're inclusive, and they recognize everybody in the room, not just the power players, but even the person that nobody else seems to notice. Mary and Joseph's boy would grow up to be the prince of presence, especially to the outsiders and the overlooked. He needed to feed thousands of people on a hillside, and he saw a little boy. A little boy is indispensable, and he included them in the miracle. He stopped in the middle of a lecture, a sermon, a teaching, whatever you want to call it, and he healed a man who could not walk. He engaged a woman at the well with a checkered past, and she became the first to tell others about him. He reached out to lepers, whom others just completely wrote off, and he healed them. He confronted oppressors, and he comforted the afflicted. No wonder Mary treasured up all these things. And for the last 2,022 years, people have been treasuring up his presence. How about you? Our theme this season unto us is all about his presence. It's all about God drawing near. Isaiah told us he would be a mighty counselor. Is there an issue in your life where you need an extra measure of counsel? Just ask for it. Isaiah told us he would be the mighty God. Do you need his power to come through for you tonight? Ask him. Isaiah told us he would be the Prince of Peace, are you unsettled and anxious tonight? Ask him for his peace. The angel told Joseph that he was to be named Jesus because he would save his people from their sins. We all need salvation. Have you asked for yours? If not, open your heart to him tonight. 
Make this your first Christmas as a follower of Jesus. And here's the most beautiful reality. All of this treasuring, all of this treasuring activity goes both ways. We treasure Him because He treasured us. One of the favorite, another favorite verse of mine is Galatians 2.20. It simply says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, get this, who loved me and gave himself for me. We treasure him because he first treasured us. Counsel, power, hope, peace, salvation. He was 